Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Greg Surratt. Greg is the founding pastor of Seacoast Church in Charleston, South Carolina, and the co-founder and president of ARC, the Association of Related Churches. This organization exists to equip and empower church planters and church leaders nationwide with the strategy and tools they need to found and grow healthy churches. Lean in as we discuss leadership, ministry challenges, and helpful advice for leaders of all ages. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail podcast, where we talk about the art of leadership, and I have the privilege of connecting with an amazing leader, an amazing pastor. I think he's one of the pastor-to-pastors, father-to-spiritual fathers, a great blessing to many pastors and churches like myself, and I'm talking about the one and the only Pastor Greg Surratt. The man, the myth, the legend, and the one who's leading ARC, the Association of Related Churches, founding pastor of Seacoast Church in South Carolina. What a blessing, Pastor Greg, to be able to spend a few minutes with you. Well, thank you, uh, Virgil. I better be pretty good after that kind of an introduction. Yes. Uh, The pressure is on. The pressure's on. The pressure's on. And I've seen you in action, so I know there's no pressure here. Uh, What an honor for us here on Avail to have you, Pastor Greg. I, I always like... I like to not assume that everybody knows all of our guests, although I know so many people know and love you, but can you just share a little bit about yourself for those who are leaning in and and getting to know Greg Surratt here? Sure. Um, I am married uh, this summer, 46 years uh, to my girlfriend, and uh, we really were high school sweethearts, so it's good. Uh, I have four kids, uh, all live here in the Charleston area. Uh, 14 grandkids, so our lives are full. Uh, we planted Seacoast Church uh, in 1988, so it's 30 some years old. Wow, uh, you can do the math on that. Uh, <laughs> and then we were uh, co founders of the ARC, the Association of Related Churches, uh, in I think that was about 2001. And uh, so I've been involved in various levels of leadership there. Uh, and uh, uh, anyway, uh, we, we now um, have a uh, retreat center for leaders and pastors called the Retreat Retreat at Church Creek. That's trying to put those two words together. And uh, so that's kind of me all together from start to finish. Yeah, I love that. I, I will say just, just because I, I, I'm a witness uh, in the last years as a, as a pastor, uh, the blessing that ARC is to so many uh, church planters and, and so many churches that are partners with ARC. Um, and uh, I've been able to, I've been blessed to be able to experience some time at the retreat at Church Creek, which we'll I have time that. to talk about that. Uh, and I've also been able, I, I've been able to go to a few conferences at the new Seacoast facility in uh, Charleston, which is a beauty. Um, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to maybe start off Pastor Greg, just talking about, man, uh, you've been pastoring uh, over three decades. Uh, yeah. C- c- talk to us just, I mean, church doesn't look exactly the same, you know, uh, <laughs> in, in, in all of this time, but but also just the heart that you've developed. You know, what's on your heart right now after these, you know, over 30 years, who knows, maybe more of ministry. Um, what's going on through your heart and your mind these days? You know that boy. That's a lot. That that's a lot to unpack. I, 
Yeah, we started, uh, you know, 33 years ago here at Seacoast. And uh, before that, um, I pastored in a very small rural community uh, in northern Illinois, Freeport, Illinois. And uh, that was our first place that we were after getting fired three times as a youth pastor. <laughs> and we figured out that probably that wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't God's uh, highest and best for us. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we were eight and a half years in a small farming community and really learned a, a lot about what it meant to care for people and love people. And uh, then we started this church and we started with a desire uh, to reach a group of people who weren't coming uh, to church. You know, there were a lot, there was a lot of research about baby boomers, who, of which I am, that, uh, you know, a lot of them went to church when they were kids and uh, then they get in college and they don't go and, um, and then they have kids and some of them come back, some of them don't. And what's interesting about that is that's a familiar story to today and a lot that's being written about the millennials and the millennial generation. Hmm. And uh, I believe that God is raising up churches and pastors that, you know, really have a, a passion and a vision for, um, you know, for for their own generation. And so that's what we did. We started a church that um, we hoped would uh, reach a lot of my friends who didn't go to church. And uh, some of the, you know, some of the principles are universal. I mean, they're as old as, you know, the Bible and uh, Jesus who established the church. And so some things never change. Um, but there are a lot of things that better change. And uh, so uh, to, I was I was on a podcast earlier today. Um, that someone was interviewing me and, and uh, my son, who uh, now has transitioned into leadership, about the same thing, about how, how the church has changed. And it's definitely changed. Mm -hmm. uh, some things remain forever. The centrality of the word of God, authenticity of leadership. I think that's yeah. so important. Um, but uh, methods have to change. And uh, so I'm, listen, uh, uh, with ARC, most of our planters are millennial uh, generation planters and they're reaching yeah. a lot of millennial people. And so people ask me, what, what do you think about the church in the future? I'm really encouraged by the leadership that I meet. People like you, uh, I, I'm very encouraged about the future of the church. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I, I feel... You know, I feel, I think there's something special about being a father. You know, I have, I have small children and I think the longer you are a father, the more you appreciate that role. And, uh, and, and one thing I've noticed in, in leaders like, like yourself and, and, you know, and even some of the other, uh, lead, uh, team of arc, there's a, there's really a father heart. There's mm -hmm. really a, 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 just a father, a fatherhood spirit, which, which I, I'm a pastor's kid. Um, you know, my father is from Columbia, South America. Um, and, and, and I just think back at his pastoral journey, you know, before he handed off to, to me and, and he didn't have a tribe. Um, and I don't, and I don't really, and I don't think he, he really didn't have kind of like father, fathers, spiritual fathers as, mm -hmm. as pastors. Can you speak to that a little bit? Just how important it is to have fathering voices when you're leading, when you're pastoring? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I think this generation is probably the most fatherless generation yep. uh, up till this time for a lot of reasons. You talk about spiritual fathers that 
um, oftentimes that wasn't a consideration. Mm -hmm. I know in your dad's day, uh, maybe my day, you know, we all just kind of did our thing and, you know, uh, there, you get a mentor every once in a while, but, uh, and then, uh, then you've got the physical, the real, you know, family disintegration of our time. Mm -hmm. And so there are a lot of guys that, uh, and, and girls that go into ministry and they really did not have a father relationship or maybe a good relationship with a father. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's important and it it can get weird. And here's, here's how it gets weird. So uh, brothers compete. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I I mean, mean, if you got a brother, you know, who's the fastest, you know, who's the biggest, who grows, whatever, you you know, you choose something that you're going to compete or who's the best musician or basketball player, or whatever (laughs) it happens to be. And that even comes to building churches, you know, I mean, in, in a sense, Brothers compete a little bit from time uh-huh. to time. We try to say that doesn't happen, but let's just get real. All right. <laughs> and so brothers compete. That's part of life. Mm-hmm. Um, what gets weird is when spiritual fathers compete with sons. Mm. Um, it, it, fathers are supposed to complete and not compete. Wow. And uh, uh, so, so a lot of times that's what makes it hard for a father, whether that's a natural father or you know just a relational father, uh, to l- let go for the next generation or wow. to encourage the next generation, um, uh, be- because the relationship's just off, and mm-hmm. rather than cheering cheering them on, we're competing with uh, you know those who are, are and that's when um, that's when we get critical. Mm-hmm. You know, we get cynical. We get all of those kinds of things. We don't understand our role. And I want to tell you something. This is the best time of my life. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm serious. I, I, you know, people said, you know, don't be afraid of this area. You're, you're going to have more influence. It's going to be the best <laughs> season you've ever had. And at first I had to go on somebody else's faith, you know, because it feels like we're just getting old. That's, that's just all it is. <laughs> But uh, I was talking to uh, a friend of mine today, um, Mac Lake. Some of you know who Brandon Lake is, who uh, is a you know yeah. a very famous worship leader now. And uh, his dad is a good friend of mine. He was on staff here for a number of years. And Brandon grew up in this church. And we were it was uh, it was his birthday, um, Mac's birthday. And I said to him, you know, I uh, I just feel like uh, every year is better. And we we had a great conversation <laughs> on that. That we, if you would have told us at 40 that it would be like this at 60, wow, t- two things, we would not have believed it. Yeah. And secondly, we would have wanted to skip right to this season of life. <laughs> and he's another one of those that just loves being a spiritual dad to um, to young guys. So that's a lot, I, you know, but that's kind of the season we're in and I, and I love it. Yeah, I would say... Pastor Greg, hashtag living your best life. I can see it. Pastor, I see, I watch, I'm watching you and you're living your best. Especially I agree with at, that. Especially when you're at retreat at Church Creek. Oh that's, yeah. I, yeah I know that's, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because you were just talking, you were talking about this whole concept of, you know, spiritual fathers. Uh, and, and, I, and I see that there's like kind of a double, there's, there's two problems. One is sometimes there's just no spiritual fathers. And then sometimes there's the competing fathers. And sometimes because of that fear or insecurity, it holds back from some of that fathering happening. Um, I know that one of the things that I 
that's that's important to me as a father to my young kids right now is is for them to be well mm-hmm. is, is for them to 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 not have to fall into any holes that I fell into to not have to run into any walls unnecessarily uh, because I care about them and love them um, and I think that's also one of the things that's uh, that I've been able to perceive in some of the recent ARC conferences and uh, um, and the, the the initiatives is we want to take care. We want to make sure pastors are doing okay. And I know that's that's resonating a lot with you. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the propensity for burnout, the propensity for for pastors, you know, falling off track. You know, what's going on? What's what? Why is this so important for us now? Yeah, um, we've all probably read some of the surveys. I know Barna does a lot of them. And uh, the Barna surveys uh, talking about burnout in uh, ministry. Uh, two years ago, I think there were, I've got the number somewhere, but it, around 28, 29% pastors were facing burnout, which is huge. In fact, it's epidemic from just, you know, 10 years ago. Uh, and And then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And every year it goes higher and higher until latest one I read the other day was 42%. 42% of pastors would quit if they could. That's called burnout. Wow. And uh, just a hashtag, or by the way, uh, I was just uh, talking to someone in the medical field who studies that. And right now, 40% of doctors mm-hmm. uh, are facing the same thing. And it's a similar but different Deal. Why, why are people burning out? You know, a lot of reasons. Um, I know in the Barna survey, they talked about um, uh, just the whole, um, what do you call it? It, it? You know, we we go through people's pain and problems. Right. And we kind of take it on ourselves. Doctors do the it. same thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so there's that. And then there's um, the... Uh, uh, this idea of we're not doing a good job uh, and social media just inflames that comparison. Oh, this, yeah. Um, expectations. And we're, we're, we thought that we would be here by this time and we're not there, whatever that there is. Um, <laughs> and then we see somebody else that we think is there and we compare ourselves. Now mm-hmm. I like to say, listen, if you're not meeting expectations, lower them right. <laughs> you know, seriously make them so low that you can get over them and then when you when you make when you make an expectation then celebrate it like crazy but anyway there's that and then you mix in this um and it's always a deal of criticism uh in fact i was listening to somebody that said uh, pastors are one of the uh, uh, very few pr- professions, politicians is probably another one where there's just incessant criticism, right? You know, um, you get up, you do a message, somebody's not going to like it. Somebody's not going to like a decision that you make. You know, um, I, I heard that, uh, Peter Drucker, who was a business consultant, you know, one of the mm-hmm. big gurus, so that uh, that being a pastor, and he said a pastor of a mega church. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think harder to be pastor of a smaller church. Hmm. But he said that's what, that's one of the most difficult professions because he said in a Fortune 500 company, um, the CEO has to get the vision, community, you know, uh, hire the right people, uh, you know, set the course, all of that, and then once a year 
give the message of their life to the shareholders. Whereas a pastor, uh, and he, he said a mega church pastor, but it's all of us, I think. Yeah. Uh, we have to do all of that, but we give the message of our life once every seven days, right? And, and it's constant, Sunday. constant, constant. And then you throw on COVID where you've got all the political mess and the, you know, do we vax, do we not, do we mask, do we not, mm. you know, all of that. And then throw in the racial tension that uh, we've gone through and are going through as a country. And it's a disaster. It's a recipe for disaster for pastors. And it has been, uh, you know, um, the criticism is just nonstop and the work has been nonstop. And so um, we, we see that. And what I see is opportunity. It's a problem. Yeah, definitely a problem. And, and let's dwell on the problem just a little bit more. Can you imagine what the church would be like five years from now? If even half of those 42% actually quit. Wow. You know, there's 350,000 churches in America. Mm. And if there's 350,000 churches, then there must be, according to the, the statistics, around, you know, and somebody will get me on my math, but around 150,000 burnout pastors. Wow. Okay. If even half of them actually quit, then you've got. 75,000, you know, uh, uh, places, positions, and that's just per church. And many churches have multiple pastors. Mm -hmm. um, that's the recipe for disaster. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's not acceptable. And so that's the downside. Upside is it's, it's an opportunity mm -hmm. and uh, we want to attack that opportunity. Yeah, that's good. You know, you were mentioning a moment ago about how you said, Hey, you know, if, if, if you got too much, put the bar down, you know, I think going back to connecting all these dots, having somebody to give you the permission to do that, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't think, uh, most pastors, we don't feel like we have the permission to give ourselves again, that fathering voice again, a tribe of, of people that can help us on our journey to talk us through, you know, you know, um, pastor, your journey, right. You can, you can talk. I can bring an issue, you know, seven years into taking over leadership of a church uh, that that you and your colleagues and friends you know, of yours could could be. The, oh, oh, I know exactly what you where you've been. Here's right. some advice, right? And I think that I think that's why this is important. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? About the importance of a tribe, the importance of like-minded leaders and, and pastors, but but just that community aspect. I mean, do you do you think that plays a role in the uh, in the burnout or in the health? Oh, yeah, big yeah. time, big time. Um, you know, we do the retreat at Church Creek, which is just one piece of what I see as a solution. And yeah. we can talk about that in a minute if we want to. Mm -hmm. But here's, we we, uh, we have table talk, which is the most important thing that we do and sit around the table and actually yeah. get real with one another. And uh, if you've ever been a part of recovery ministry or uh, just recovery groups, you know that one of the most healing things that happens in a circle like that is when somebody says me too. You know, yep. you think you're by yourself. You think that you shouldn't be feeling, you shouldn't be doing, you know, whatever it happens to be. Uh, and that surely nobody else is in this boat. And you, you tell your story and someone says me too. Yeah. And it's just healing. And so 
how important is that? It's like life survival important. Um, one of the one of the things that the studies tell us uh, is that um, uh, most pastors feel alone, uh, and they're alone with their frustrations, feelings, thoughts. Uh, that's frustrations with themselves, with results, with other people. You know, all of that. And uh, we weren't created for that. Yeah. Uh, we're not superhuman, you know, superheroes. And so tribe is so important. You have got to find a table of, I, I like to say it like this, you you need to sit at least one table regularly of men or women or, or both that love you, but are not impressed with you. <laughs> Where you can just be real, you know, you're just who you are. You aren't Pastor Virgil. You're not Pastor Greg. You're just that guy or that girl that uh, God created and you have the same issues as everybody else does. And so you've got to have a tribe. You've got to find a tribe. Are you following Avail on social media? If you answered no, what are you waiting for? You can enjoy encouraging content, get updates on all our latest resources, and connect with leaders just like you, all from the comfort of your couch. There's no better account to visit in between appointments or over morning coffee. If you haven't found us on Instagram and Facebook yet, look up The Art of Avail and click follow. We can't wait to see you there. Yeah, there's something really really healing and really powerful when you have those table talk moments, when you have those opportunities to say, Hey, I don't have to put on a front. <laughs> I, I can say what I'm going through. I can, mm -hmm. I can un unload, right. Unpack. And let's talk about retreat at church Creek. I think, um, I think that to be honest with you, I think there's some pastors who are doing well because they're going out They're saying, I need to find tribe. I, I want spiritual fathers and mentors. I want to be well, and praise God for that, right? I think I think hearing the voices of people who've gone ahead mm -hmm. of us, you know, and I would include myself there. I'm, I'm listening to the advice that I'm hearing. Mm -hmm. um, but then there's a lot there's a lot of pastors and leaders out there that maybe haven't been in those circles or or, or haven't been in a life giving environment or maybe didn't know. I didn't know that that was out there. I didn't know it was out mm -hmm. there. Let's talk about church uh, retreat at Church Creek. What is retreat at Church Creek? You know, who, who is it? Who is it for? And how can people yeah. find more find out more about it? Yeah. What what the uh... You know, the idea was, okay, um, before Barna had the latest surveys, intuitively, I knew pastors are struggling. One of my close, close friends struggled to such a degree that he took his own life. Wow. And um, uh, that and some other things stimulated me to say, let's let's make a difference here. Yeah. And uh, so... Um, uh, we created a retreat at Church Creek. It's just a beautiful, beautiful piece of land, uh, 100 acres, 110 acres that uh, we have available to us uh, on the water. When I say on the water, that's salt water, you know, a creek that goes up and down and goes into the ocean. And uh, yeah, uh, right outside of Charleston, South Carolina, you're 30 minutes from downtown Charleston, beautiful. one of the most beautiful cities on the planet. And, um, and so we've got this piece of land uh, that has all kinds of recreational opportunities. We've got saltwater fishing, fresh. We got a bass pond that has 3000 bass in it and is being maintained by biologists and, and uh, also by the uh, South Carolina 
Angler of the Year, a professional bass fisherman who comes out and helps pastors catch bass. That's his ministry and uh, all kinds of things. I mean, there's just more things than what you could uh, talk about to do recreationally. And what we do is we invite pastors to come in uh, about 15, 16 at a time. And um, we do it Monday afternoon through Thursday morning. And we we have fun together. I mean, and some guys just need to yeah. figure out that you can have fun, you know, that that's <laughs> a big part of what we do. So we have fun together. In fact, I tell the guys when they come in that uh, uh, we really don't have an agenda. Now, we kind of do, but it's kind of a create your own adventure deal. In fact, we, we say if what you need is a nap. Uh, that you can get a guilt-free nap here as often as you want it. <laughs> there's good. no wife, there's no kids, there's no board members. And you wouldn't believe how many guys just come in and they just take naps, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then, and, and we have all kinds of activities that you can do or not do. Uh, but every evening, yeah, we've got to be at the dinner table. And then afterwards, we're going to process. And we process our day. We process our lives. We go around and tell each other what our highs and lows are. We pray together. We cry together. Yeah. We reveal things together. And uh, uh, it's just, I told my wife, it's lightning in a bottle. Um, we've we've had over 700 leaders come so far. And uh, every week, it's just incredible. And uh, we see uh, a band of brothers form. We see... Uh, healing happen. We see hope restored. That happens all the time. And uh, it's just an amazing, amazing thing that God has given us. And for pastors, it's free. Um, I'm spending most of my time raising resources from resource rich environments. And uh, in order to, and you wouldn't believe how many people there are that are cheering pastors on and just want the best and are willing to contribute. And uh, so, uh, yeah, we do that about 40 weeks out of the year and uh, we'll be uh, launching into our, we're, we're right now in our fall calendar and we'll be launching into next year in just, just a couple of months. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what we do. And uh, it's been the most amazing thing really I've had the privilege of being a part of. I love that. I love the vision that the Lord has given you, Pastor Greg, and and the team. And you know, I love that. I love. I pray that 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 kind of vision and heart would multiply. You know that that that, that would multiply, and and we need more. Uh, we need more of it. Question for those who might be asking, can I go? You know, how do yes. I how do I get there? You know, what what's what's the best way of finding out information or who's who's a candidate? Yes. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes. Um, a, a couple of things. One, you can go directly to the website. It's retreat at churchcreek.org. Uh, retreat at churchcreek.org. And maybe you can put that in the show notes or something. But yeah. um, uh, that's the, the direct. And there are ways to uh, on there you can uh, uh, schedule. I'm not sure that. In fact, uh, I'm not sure when this podcast comes out, but uh, scheduling for 2023 uh, will be happening real soon yeah. uh, in the next month or two. Uh, there's that. Plus, um, I give out my phone number 
to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a couple of things happened there. Uh, one, um, I send out, I think you get this, mm-hmm. a couple of times a week, just an encouragement to pastors. Um, we have uh, an encouragement usually on Sunday morning. And then we have an encur- uh, encouragement on Wednesday that I call Worry-Free Wednesday. And then, uh, it, and they're real short. They're 400 characters. So I, I have to be very concise. Uh, and I'll send a video every once in a while. And if I'm thinking of something, I'll th- and it's not something my staff has thought of. It's just stuff off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, and uh, so I'll do that a couple of times a week. And then also, um, you can inquire about the, uh, the, uh, the, the retreat. And uh, so uh, uh, the number mm-hmm. uh, is, and I think you'll probably put this in the uh, in the show notes also, but uh, the number to reach me is area code 843-279-5206. 843-279-5206. And here's what you do with that. Um, if, if uh, what it will do, it's, it's an app, but it, you don't have to get an app. It just comes to your text messages and you just fill out just a little bit of information about yourself and then text me at that number. And, um, if you're a pastor, uh, and it, and it will, it will go through this and tell you this, but you text hashtag PST. And so that lets me know, uh, that you're, you're a pastor. Okay. And, uh, if you are interested in the retreat in 2023, you hashtag 2023REST, rest. That's all it is. 2023REST. And that tells me that you're interested in the retreat in 2023. And uh, we'll get you information on that uh, as that comes out. So uh, anyway, that's that's a lot to it. But uh, you can go to the, the website at uh, uh, retreat at churchcreek.org. Uh, and, or what I'd love to have you do is, um, uh, text me at 843-279-5206. That's good. I'm going to share an example this past Sunday before my first service here in South Florida, right before 8 AM, I got this text from you, Pastor Greg, this is going to be a great day. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Romans 12, 11. When do we lack zeal? When we don't see it whatever it is. Today, we're going to live by faith, even if we don't see it. We're going to focus on what's right, what works, not on what's wrong and doesn't. Don't lose your fervor. Zeal will prevail. I'm in your corner. Come on. I mean, that message, there's a pastor, there's a leader, there's a father in my corner. There's an encouragement. Hey, that's worth it. Make sure you text 843-279-5206. There's so many great encouraging messages. That can, I, can I tell you something about that too? It's not just a one-way text. If you, uh, you know, had, uh, had an issue, need encouragement or whatever, what happens is I'll send out, you know, to several hundred pastors and I'll get, you know, a certain amount that just, Hey, thanks. And that type thing. And also in that you'll get just a few that, Hey, listen, this is going on right now. Could you pray for me about that? Mm. And, uh, so it's an opportunity for me to be, a father and a pastor yeah. uh, to people that maybe I don't even know that well. And I'm not saying 
uh, I want you to call me your pastor. That's not, I'm not trying to, to, you know, jump into, but I'm going to be your pastor, whether you like it or not. I'm going to pray for you, <laughs> encourage you, do everything I can. I feel like God's given me the gift of encouragement yeah. and I want to use it as broadly as I can. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You know, as we're, as we're kind of coming to the final stretch, Pastor Greg, I mean, I, honestly, I could be here for another hour with you, just asking you questions and, and hearing, hearing from you, um, you know, through ARC, you know, you guys do a lot of, of church planting. Um, I would venture to say a lot of times there's, you know, also church existing churches that, that want to partner because they believe in the vision. They mm -hmm. want to help church, you know, plant churches and they want, and they want a tribe. Um, you know, what do you think from your perspective and what's been, what's been going on and what you're seeing through ARC, you know, what, what do we need to pay attention to in this season? What, what, what do, especially us as pastors and leaders, what, what do we need to be considering thinking about for the, for the capital C church? Yeah. You know, um, my life verse is Ephesians, um, <laughs> Ephesians. It's, it's such a good verse that I can't remember what chapter it is. <laughs> it's Galatians six, nine and, uh, Ephesians is good too, but, uh, <laughs> There aren't six, six, yeah, whatever. Um, so Galatians 6, 9, which says, don't be weary in doing good. For in due season, you will reap a harvest. Yeah. If you don't quit, if you don't give up. And in that verse, uh, there's two or three things that are my responsibilities and two or three things that are God's responsibilities. My responsibilities are to learn how to do good. And that's why it's good to read. It's good to go to conferences. Mm. It's good to listen to podcasts. Uh, I want to learn. I want to learn what good is and, and to do good. Yeah. And then, uh, so my responsibility is to learn what good is and to make good repeatable. It says, don't be weary in doing good. Mm. Uh, so that's systems of doing good and in my own life and in the church and people I serve. And then also my responsibility is not to quit. So, Learn to do good, make good repeatable, don't quit. And then God has some responsibilities and his are um, the harvest, <laughs> the time of the harvest, the size of the harvest, the place of the harvest. Those are all God's responsibilities. And here's what happens. Here's how we get stressed is, is we try to be, you know, senior manager, general manager of the universe. We try to do what God, you know, his responsibilities are. Because what do pastors get stressed about? The harvest, the size of the harvest, the timing of the harvest, mm -hmm. you know, the expense of the harvest. Uh, and those are all God's deals. And so we've got to go, God, I'll do my part, which is I'm going to learn to do good. I'm going to make good repeatable. And I'm just not going to quit and then let God do his part. And uh, so... I mean, that's, I don't know that that directly answers what you say, but to me, that's what's kept me on track for, you know, how many ever years that I've been doing this. I'll do my part, let God do his and, uh, and enjoy the journey. That's good. I love it. That's good advice. A couple of off the cuff kind of quick response questions. You ready? I'll put you yeah. on the spot here, Pastor. Yeah. What kind of music do you enjoy? Ah, what kind of music do I enjoy? Um, 
you know, I'm not sure there's been good music written since the 1970s. <laughs> and so 70s classic rock and um, uh, country music. All right. And one of my friends who I grew up with, we had a band together in the 70s rock and roll. And he went <laughs> on and made a lot of money as country. And I said to him, I said, why do I like country today? And he said, because it sounds like 70s rock and roll. That's why. <laughs> and uh, so anyway. All right. I like that. By the way, what instrument do you play? Guitar, keyboard. All right. Very cool. All right. Um, what makes you laugh? What makes me laugh? Life in general uh, makes me laugh. Um, my grandkids make me laugh. Um, oh, I don't know. You know, um, David Letterman used to make me laugh until he got old and cranky. Um, you know, I, I laugh at everything. Somebody told me one time, you might as well laugh at yourself. Everybody else is. So anyway, I make me laugh. That's good. That's good. Uh, hero. Any heroes? Any people you just made an impact in your life? Well, my dad was my hero. Um, still is. Um, the uh, guy nobody knows who we planted our church out of here in Charleston, Fred Richard. Uh, he's my hero. Hmm. Uh, one of the best leaders I've ever known. One of the most gener generous guys. Um, yeah, uh, Rick Warren. I love Rick. I think he's a great mm -hmm. guy and, uh, he's kind of been a hero to me yeah. and, uh, I don't know. There are probably several, but that's good. That's good. I love it. Um, I think that this conversation is going to help has already helped a lot of people. And, um, I'm thankful for that. I want to, I want to emphasize a few things here, Pastor Griff. I want people to be able to connect with you. I'm going to, I'm going to repeat the, the text number and the website. What about social media? Where can, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram. Uh, Greg Surratt, G R E G S U R R A T T. So I'm on there. I am on, I've got a podcast uh, called pastors collective. Um I'm on Facebook at, uh, I think it's Pastor Greg Surratt. Uh, so I'm on there. I got a Twitter account that has lots of followers, but I never say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, can I tell you why? I just don't have the emotional, you know, all of those, all social media, each one of them does a different thing, you know? Uh -huh. And I like, I'm a quasi photographer. I like posting pictures and um, cool things on Instagram and family stuff on Facebook and Twitter's a more serious conversation. I just don't have the emotional health <laughs> to put up with all the whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So, so well, I'm not on there very much. Yeah. I hear you. Well, everybody, I want you to know you got to go to retreat at church org for more information on the the retreat well worth it pastors definitely go there and look into it uh, to get on the text on that text train uh 843-279-5206 fill out a few things on the front end and then you're going to get some encouraging messages uh from pastor greg surratt um i guess the the arc where's the best website for arc arcchurches.com yeah there it is arcchurches.com if you're a young leader 
considering or thinking about planting, uh, I don't think there's a better place than going to archchurches.com, getting some information. Uh, Pastor Greg, I'd like to talk about resources. We have the Avail Leadership Journal, which comes out quarterly. Um, do you agree that having resources in our hands as leaders is key? I think it's great. Yes. Yes. I think you need resources. And uh, so that's a good one. Yeah. Hey, everybody, if you haven't done so, availjournal.com. First year is on us. We want to encourage you to check it out. Great resources from leaders, articles from leaders, uh, men leaders, women leaders, uh, church leaders, marketplace leaders, uh, young leaders, older leaders, and everything in between. Check it out, availjournal.com. Get your free annual subscription. We want to get leadership resources in your hands. Uh, Pastor Greg, this has been awesome. I'd love for you to just maybe release a final nugget of encouragement or wisdom or whatever's on your heart. Well, just, I would just, uh, I would just say whatever it is, some of us, some of us right now are in a great season. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's awesome. Others of us are in maybe the challenge of our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And here's what I can say uh, from a perspective of 66 years on the planet. This too will pass. (laughs) Uh, It always does. There's a time to quit. Okay. There's a time to start something. There's a time to quit. Usually it's not when you think it is. Mm. And uh, uh, so uh, no guilt over a, a do-over or, you know, a start-over or whatever. There's no guilt. In, there's no guilt in what we do. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But I want to tell you, what you're going through right now that you think maybe uh, I'll never get through this or w- will things always be this way? Um I can say from where I sit, probably not. They won't always be that way. But one of my favorite verses in the Bible, and I'm just going to take it totally out of context, but it's the verse that says, and it came to pass because most things pass. And so hang in there. There are better days coming. Yeah, that's a good word. Pastors, be encouraged. Uh, I really want to encourage everybody to lean in to Pastor Greg is a great, great resource uh, of encouragement for your life, especially as pastors. Uh, we're going to have the information uh, on the show notes, and we're excited to be able to provide that. Retreat at churchcreek.org, arcchurches.com. The text number is 843-279-5206. Get some encouragement there. And, uh, you know, Pastor Greg, I just want to mention on behalf of um, – of Dr. Sam Chand on behalf of Martine Van Tilburg and the Avail team. We just want to say we're thankful for you. We honor you uh, for your leadership, uh, for um, the, the, the global impact that you're making, the national impact and the local impact. We really are, are proud of you and we're thankful for your life. Thank you. You are so kind. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for connecting with us here on the Avail podcast. As always, I'm Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church. Iglesia Vertical. Here in South Florida, we are One Church, Two Languages. Your host for these available podcasts where we talk about the art of leadership. Thanks for connecting. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time right here on the Avail Podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail Podcast with our guest, Greg Surratt. You can connect with Greg on social media and also check out retreat at churchcreek.org, arcchurches.com, and get weekly texts of encouragement at 843 279 5206. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com and make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. 
As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.